0: Hi, welcome to another episode of Let Kids Play Podcast. I'm your host Nayeda, the activity play guide, and I have a wonderful guest for you all today. So health and nutrition for our children are important. So um, someone came in my DMs and (laughs) started asking me questions and I'm like, We need to do an interview so that I can share this with my audience because nutrition is important, especially for your little ones, starting them out early and getting them used to the healthier foods um, before they become those picky eaters. So today I have a special guest. I have Melanie and she's uh, a family health and nutrition coach. And the difference is because she can cater to not just the moms or, you know, the dads, she can cater to the whole house, including children. So I'm going to be quiet and let her introduce herself.
1: Hi, my name is Melanie Hammond and I am, um, my own business and we do family health and nutrition with Hammond Eggs Family Coaching. And, um, it's a business where I've actually incorporated my kids into the business with me. And, um, it's really exciting. It's something I'm passionate about because, uh, I really like my, my journey started whenever I was, um, a young mom also, and I had little babies and I wanted to really be able to provide them with the best nutrition, um, growing up. Um, and I just really didn't know exactly what that meant, but I was giving it my best shot. And, um, And I got a 10 year old now. And so finally, 10 years later, I feel like I'm really confident in what I'm giving my kids. But I would have really liked to have been confident with feeding them healthy, you know, um, when they were starting to eat. Yeah. um, That's where my real passion lies. Um, And I just love helping other moms get to delve into that world. So sometimes with younger kids, like you're saying, with picky eating and stuff like that, that is so common in today's world. Um, and you know I get talking to people and they're like I, my kid just wants to eat McDonald's and it's like a real thing that's all they want to eat and then how do I cater uh, opposed to that you know like what do I do instead of arguing with them about what we're going to eat or eating because it's so stressful as a mom especially when we're either even if we're stay-at-home moms that's still stressful to us um, but if if we're working moms it's just like, just eat your food. I don't really care what I'm giving you. That's kind of the mindset we get into sometimes, right? Um, and so my my passion is really teaching people what health is so we can cater to making things tasty for our kids, um, but it's actually going to be beneficial to them. Um, and this isn't yeah. just, it's not just a weight loss thing or a weight maintenance thing. Uh, the way we eat fuels our minds it fuels our spirits and it fuels our energy um and then from a, a kid's perspective um it really contributes to the way they behave um, yeah before so before we get into
0: that i want to go back a little bit um so you said you have a 10 year old so how first what where do you live where are you where are you living at what city
1: and state Okay, we started actually in uh, Amarillo, Texas. That's where I them. But now we moved. (laughs) We lived in a camper for a year with our two of them. Um, And now we're in Alabama, and it's Wellington, Alabama. We're just a small country. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. So, your teen year old. When, at what point did you realize that you needed to offer healthier choices? Like you said, it didn't start in the beginning. Was it, was it something that happened or what What made you say, okay, I, I need to do better, so to speak, or I need to figure out a way to provide a better option?
1: Well, I had gotten up to, after the move and everything, I had gotten up to a weight of 235 pounds. Okay. Um, and so I had already been mindful when I w- they were little trying to feed them things that were healthy, like I'd have fruits and vegetables and uh, but I just didn't really know what balance was for them. Um, I didn't know what balance was for myself, obviously. Um, and then I we moved here and I have a driveway and it's pretty steep and I could barely keep up with my five year old. She was yeah. five at the time. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm 27, and I'm walking up this hill, and I barely can breathe. Um, And I want to be able to play with my kids as they're learning how to catch and run and yeah. stuff. That was where my heart was. I have to do something different. I really have to. And it was like a switch. So as soon as I, I caught it, and I was like, okay, I'm done with – I went extreme. I was like, I'm done with cookies. I'm done with ice cream. I'm done with anything that doesn't – Feed my body something good. It's Just gone. threw it all away. Yeah, it's gone. Nothing. Nothing okay. that there's nothing nutritional about it. I don't want it in my life. And okay. then, um, and then I was like, I started from the very foundations. Like, you know, American Diet Association's like an average woman eats eighteen hundred calories a day. I was like, okay, well, we can try this. I have no idea about how to calorie track or nothing like that at this time, but we're gonna figure it out. So. I sat there and I looked up everything and I'd go to restaurants when I'm eating and I was working 12-hour shifts at the time. So uh, <laughs> hey, it was a little challenging, but yeah. I was piecing it all together a little at a time. Um, and so, and I was like, I ran track in high school, so I'm going to start running. Well, <laughs> I, I, it's different body. <laughs> it took me a minute. Yeah, but, different body. <laughs> but this This up here was like, determined to find something that was going to work for myself to be able to get myself to where I could be able to play with my kids like I wanted to um and that's, and so
0: important. that's important not only for um the relationship with them but for the safety reasons like you said you got to be able to keep up with the kids because
1: <laughs> you got to be able to keep up and then, like, the 12-hour shifts, you're already exhausted anyway. So mm-hmm. how it's so easy to make the excuse as to I'm not going to um, try to even lose weight because I'm so exhausted, right? Um, but it was not as much of a priority to me as it was for me to get to go experience life with my kids. Yeah. Um, and so then I started losing weight, and then, you know, we, we have bodies and we are self-conscious of our bodies and you start getting saggy skin and stuff after you start losing so much weight. Mm-hmm. So then I decided to start weight training to build some muscle. So I got into that. Okay.
0: Hold on. I ha- I have to ask this question. It popped in my head. So, Usually the route, especially being a mom, you know, like you said, we get insecure with our body and then we lose weight and we want to. It's part of boosting our self esteem as well as being fit and healthy because that's that's the goal to have a you know longer life and play with your kids. So, what made you go the weightlifting route versus the mommy makeover or um, surgery route, so to speak?
1: Oh, that is a great question. Um. <laughs> Real quick answer, I'm broke as heck. <laughs> the surgery was not even an option for me. Um it's so expensive. <laughs> it was. And I mean, people like I wish I could have just got like a tummy tuck or something, is what I want it sometimes in my mind with all the skin and you'd be so self conscious, like even in the bedroom, you know what I'm You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like, I don't even want to turn this direction or something because, you know, the angles. The angles. <laughs> it's just real life, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's why
0: we're here sharing it with moms. And that's why I had to ask, especially in today's world, in this society. So,
1: yeah. And so it's all about like that. And, and, and it's hard on your self-esteem with that, too. Um, but I knew that from a health perspective, I needed to be better no matter what my body was doing skin wise and that your skin is an organ and it adjusts over time it just takes some time um, and that's different for everybody depending on where your skin got stretched to right right
0: so you got into the bodybuilding, and how did that change your um, perspective of things or um I guess with the skin part so you were going into how you were talking about becoming not necessarily bodybuilder, a bit, you were
1: lifting weights i'm sorry yeah i just got into weight lifting initially to build muscle because i knew that the more muscle i built the more space it would take up which would also help tighten the skin right okay and so that was my mindset for it oh i also have like like i have a little bit of a background to make me know to think this way i have a bachelor's in biochem
0: Okay, okay, because I'm I was gonna ask that next. How did you even know? Because that sounded like it was a um
1: some research back behind
0: your answer with that, and that's not a common thing. So that was my next question.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm probably like I I you gain your experiences and you kind of forget it's not common knowledge sometimes. Yeah, but that's where my brain went with it was because I like from a metabolism perspective and stuff like that, the more muscle you put on and and the organ of the skin and stuff like that the more muscle you put on it's going to take up space to help pull that skin tighter against your your body so it's not so loose and saggy Um, and then and then from a metabolism perspective the more muscle mass you carry the more calories you burn in a day that's how many more you require so you actually burn more calories so if you continue eating the same amount of calories you're still going to lose weight as you gain okay. muscle. Okay, so for the average
0: mom um, that doesn't have this background knowledge, we're counting calories. We're trying to figure out how to lose weight so that we can be healthier for our child. Um, so you're saying if I lift muscles more or I lift weight, more weights, then it doesn't necessarily matter what I eat, but my calories, I don't have to stick to this strict, strict diet of what my calories is if I include weightlifting.
1: If you include weightlifting, yeah, you you don't have to count calories at all in order to lose weight. Um, You do need to be mindful of what you're eating. Um, Metabolism is a really adaptable thing anyways. Um, There's a lot of factors that go into it. Muscle mass just helps increase your metabolism. So, um, I'm not saying go crazy and eat whatever you want and all the junk and everything just because you (laughs) lift weights. Because, trust me, I do not do that. (laughs) Okay. I just had to clarify
0: that because that's what I heard a little bit of at first. Like, okay, if I lift more weights, I can still kind of,
1: you know, eat my
0: cookies and my (laughs) cheesecake.
1: It's all in moderation for sure. But, you know, part of what I do is be able to make things that we really enjoy into a way that's healthier for us to eat and give our families and make it just as enjoyable and exciting to eat. So that's where my passion really lies because I have a husband. I know some people around here who have a husband, too. I have a husband who it's sort of like you have to trick him into being a little healthier sometimes. Trick is an (laughs) understatement. When I say this was love, he knows it's true. (laughs) But he loves cereal. Cereal is like he craved cereal while I was pregnant. Apparently, (laughs) (laughs) you were so broke at that time. That we couldn't afford milk for our cereal. So he would get the marshmallow maidies cereal. Uh huh. get his mouth raw because he'd be eating it so much.
0: Oh <laughs> my gosh. Oh my
1: gosh.
2: He had
1: a bad craving. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing?
2: Like, yeah. I don't know, these marshmallow maidies. <laughs>
1: He had your cravings bad. <laughs> I didn't get on till later in the pregnancy, thank goodness. But <laughs> Yeah, especially with what he was craving. <laughs> it ended up being pancakes, so Yeah. Mm. I was
0: just a <laughs> uh, that, that's not too bad. You can make you can make the healthy pancakes. There are healthier. I didn't know there were healthier. Yeah. yeah, pancakes is an easy one you can convert. Okay, so we got into um you all moving to alabama you trying to catch up with your five-year-old you started lift you lost the weight and that's congratulations by the way because number one that is hard to do and then for you to um start weight lifting um to help with the elasticity of your skin which is also another thing like congratulations with that because i've seen your pictures on ig and you look amazing <laughs> so kudos to you for that um so after that, when did you so your daughter is wet age at this time when you're doing the weightlifting and then when did you incorporate her and your husband into your health journey?
1: Yeah, so Riley actually started doing uh cardio with me immediately. She's like my little sidekick always. Um so she's <laughs> five and I'm like, let's go for a walk and she'd go for a walk with me. Um I'd start running and she would go running with me. I okay. mean she'd go- uh, a star from the time she was five, I would be running two miles at a time, and she'd stay right there with me. Uh, wow. Yeah, and s- s- so Is she, awesome. Awesome. yeah, she's super awesome with her running. And Naomi's just as fast now. She's eight now. She's she's a little bit more of a speed lady than a, a distance lady. Okay. But but Riley, she's she can put some distance on her easily, um, and then Naomi, but. Naomi's fast.
0: So she's more like you're a sprint runner, and then you have a long-distance runner as well. That's that's amazing. As as any kid under, I would say, about 14, that's amazing. Because (laughs) they don't like walking and running these days. Um, Especially, well, so that goes into my next question. So, you got her into it because you started doing it. So, is that the same way that you got your household into the foods did you just stop like you threw away the stuff for you, but did you do two different things to where um you bought the stuff for you and then you bought the stuff for the
1: household or how did you get the household? So, the household was like I always made sure that I was 100% with mine, but with them I was slowly incorporating, so they would still have cookies occasionally, and they still have cookies occasionally. Actually, I'm a competitive athlete, so I like I'm very strict with my personal journey. Um, but for them, they still enjoy cookies. Like we went to a birthday party yesterday, and they had you know cake and ice cream with everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about balancing it, so it, it's. it's it's that's not, they're not having to take an ice cream all the time, you know? Um, and they know, they know when they're making that choice. That's what's really awesome.
0: So how did you get them to understand it? Because that's part of, um, okay, well, so for, before I ask that question, how did you get into the business of this before
1: I ask that question? My next question. I stumbled into the business of it um, because this is where my passion is, right? So mm-hmm. it kind of falls into place is what I've been learning. Um, okay. i have people con- like, <laughs> like um and so then they ask questions about how and what and um why I do the things I do and then it's, it's it explain why and what, but it just takes time. So as you can tell, it's been a journey. Um and but the faster you have that knowledge set of how to balance a meal and stuff like that, the faster you're able to apply it to your life and make a difference and be more impactful with your family. So my kid can look at a school menu and tell me whether or not and why it's not healthy for them to eat. And that's that was my next question. So
0: um I can see how this turned into a business and a very good idea um for a business because not only like a lot of people say, you know, like, here's a meal plans to eat healthy for your family and stuff, but you're actually educating your kids on why, which means it's not like mommy is making me do this. It's now a choice for them because they know the education behind it. So how did you educate your kids and not necessarily make them want to learn it because we're play based, so we make things fun and engaging with learning. So how did you um, give them the knowledge or what, did, what resources did you use to teach them on how to understand this is the choice that you make for a healthy and balanced diet. And I mean, as a kid and you're putting sugar in front of them, like,
1: how did that look as far as them
0: balancing that
1: decision? Cause that's a tough one. There yeah, and kind of overcoming your own like subconscious mind. Cause we are 95% subconscious, right? <laughs> um and and those cravings they come and you're like, I want cake. You <laughs> know, right? <laughs> um but no. Okay, so I remembered when I was a kid. I was like, one of my favorite memories to do with my mom was make cookies with my mom. And it wasn't so much that the cookies were so delicious and tasty that made that memorable, right? It was the experience with your mom. It was the experience of my mom. So that is exactly what I did with my kids to teach them about nutrition. Uh-huh. I want to make it fun for them. So through play, yeah. right? So I said, hey, instead of making cookies today, and I didn't say it like that because you don't have to, but instead in my mind, instead of Let's make chocolate chip cookies today, which we enjoy doing. I said, "Let's make this fun dessert together," and so that's where our Snacker Day Saturdays come from, right? Yes. And which so we. Way. Which or what? I said, which I love. By the way, uh, thank you so much. We've been doing that even before I were a business. Um, I make those those big pudding trays. I like to make those for local daycare too. So I'm able to, like, give those to other kids um, for their snack time. Because otherwise, if the teachers are giving them snacks, they're just giving them, like, the standard cheese it's and chocolate chip cookies and little Debbie cakes. Yeah. Uh, and then then the daycare people are having to work even harder because all those kids' blood sugars just shot straight on up. They're yeah. acting like, a bunch of crazy kids bouncing off the walls. But what's yes. <laughs> funny is I make these trays for the kids, and then all the teachers end up eating <laughs> Delicious.
0: Okay, so they're cooking with you, and then you call it Snacker Saturdays. And I'm gonna put the IG up here so that you walk and go check it out as well. Cause it's super cool. And they're so your daughters are so cute when they announce it Snacker saturday Is that how they say it? Yeah, Snacker Day yes. Saturday. Snacker Day Saturday. That's what I was like. It's a rhyme to it. <laughs> we all so around trying to figure it out. <laughs> yes. So, Snacky Day Saturdays is, is cool because, like you said, you're you're kind of going into what I love about the play-based things. So, you're using their um, – giving them a concept with their mind. You're letting them make the decision and helping them make the decision. But they're also using their hands. And then you're adding mommy to it. So, it's like a combination of things for them to remember this experience, really learn and engage uh, from this experience. And that's the best way to teach them because you're doing, you know, you're doing multiple things for them to remember this memory or this um, this topic that you're teaching them on. So how did the first time that you did the um, dessert, you made it sound fun, you made it Um, you struck their curiosity because you struck mine. And I'm a big kid. You said, let's make this fun dessert. So I'm forgetting about the cookies. I'm like, ooh, what are we making? So was that your kid's reaction? And how was it once they realized what the dessert was?
1: Yeah, they didn't even know they were eating something healthy initially. (laughs) So whenever you're starting so young, they don't even know the difference between um, healthy or not healthy. Um, Right. And, and in reality, like food isn't good or bad, like we establish that in our minds, but food is fuel and too much of something that's empty is just not providing you nutrition for your body. Mm-hmm. So anytime that you put empty calories into your mouth, you're depriving your own body of, of something that it could have actually grown from and, and been benefiting from. Um, So but if you focus on what the nutrition of the food is and you intentionally put nutrition into your body, your body is able to use those uh, choices for its better development for whatever purposes, Uh, be it muscle development or your basic body functions. Like we all go through like cell growth and damage and we have to constantly repair our bodies. Um, That's just the way it is. That's what makes us human, right? Yep. And if, if we um, if we don't take care of that, and we're just feeding ourselves stuff that's empty without the nutrition behind it, then then our bodies don't have adequate nutrients to grow and be functional like they need to be.
0: That's true. So I have a question with that. So as adults and as we get older we're um healing our bodies and feeding it for fuel. But as a kid, like my I have a ten year old, he's almost eleven. But I hear him disagreeing with that. Like I do need fuel, but it doesn't matter what kind of fuel. If it's empty or is it providing me nutritional factors, I can eat whatever I want because I'm young. So how <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so how do you overcome that? Because that is true, um how do you overcome that part of it?
1: That That's a hard one to overcome, especially after you've already, like, got this thing going, right? Mm-hmm. But you're able to sit down with him because I, I'm i able to sit down and have just real conversation sometimes, you know, with our babies. That's our mom's role, right? And we can sit down and be like, okay, so this cookie right here, it really is great for our belly, right? And they'll be like, yeah, mama, it's really delicious and I really like cookies. And you're like, Okay. Well, instead of eating five cookies today, how about we eat two cookies today? You know, so we take a, we still let them have the yummy thing in your belly, but let's choose something healthy too to go with it. You know? Uh-huh. So, like so if you look at the serving size, even on like what cookies are and stuff like that, it's much less than what most of us parents would have allowed for our kids to have, right? Yeah. Um, but if you stick in your mind, that let's let's do this as a lifestyle change instead of like a a all or nothing concept because all or nothings don't work especially for kids right or husbands um (laughs) so the all or nothing approach is not going to work for most people at all it's just not like even us moms um we love our chocolate a lot of times Mm -hmm. so how am i going to tell myself i'm never going to have a hershey's with almonds again I am telling myself that. (laughs) Or a scoop of ice cream. But if I know what ice cream is, then I might go, hmm, instead of eating the hot fudge sundae with a brownie, maybe I can skip it and make it a scoop of ice cream. And then eat, you know, if I'm still hungry and I want something else other than just a scoop of ice cream, just choose something else to eat with it that's healthier. Yeah, I like that. So it's it's more about balancing it than it is about completely changing everything. And getting rid of your cravings. Because the cravings,
0: whether, like you said, good or bad, you still want to answer um, to your body and to your cravings. Because sometimes it's something like, I know they say if you crave like chocolate, it's usually like magnesium, if I'm not mistaken. So your body's craving some type of vitamin, um, depending on what their craving is. So if a mom comes into your coaching session, What's the first thing um, that you do? Like, how do you approach that?
1: Uh, Well, we are definitely going to sit down and see what their eating habits currently are. Because some moms, like me, were eating who knows what first, right? Like, I was eating all sorts of stuff. Like, I, a lot of times, go to Taco Bell or Wendy's and just Mm -hmm. eat whatever. I wasn't thinking about everything all the time. It was a lot of times about what my pocketbook could afford. Yes. I didn't actually know the nutrition of food to be able to even apply that to what my choices were.
0: Okay. So you do an assessment of what they're eating and then you touched on a good point because
1: food is
0: so expensive now, whether it's healthy, unhealthy, empty, food is just completely expensive right now. It's ridiculous on how high the grocery bill is in my house for a house of five. So as that mom that has Like you're you're making those tough decisions because you're choosing between my child eating healthy or me not being able to pay a bill or something this month. Like,
1: how does that work hand in hand? That's the difference. It's all an investment. I can feed my family cheaper than most people spend on their groceries at the grocery store, filling it with whatever the standard American diet is. Okay, tell me more. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, honestly, we buy rice in bulk. And that's the carb choice that we use a lot of times if we're using carbs. Potatoes are not that expensive, right? Nah, and they're fun. We
0: we my kids love cutting up potatoes and making fresh
1: fries. Yeah, exactly. And you can do those even healthier if you have like an air fryer or something
0: like we that. We do air fryer, and we use the um. I don't use the pink salt. My husband does, but we use the sea salt just a little bit to give them a little taste.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We like that too. And then like any kind of seasoning, like I I get pretty. Fun with my seasonings. I actually have a lady too that I I'll send that to you too that I like to buy her seasonings. Okay, um, what's name of the seasoning?
0: you want me to send you that real quick? Yes, I think I've seen the seasoning um on your page and they had a variety. Was it thick or it was something? I can't remember, but I've seen a whole bunch of spices on your page. But yes, I would love to share that with um our audience, and then I would love to try some myself because. We
1: we have to keep it fun um, for
0: us and our taste buds too, and it's spending your palate. So,
1: yeah, and she's awesome. She's like I said, she's her own business. So, I am all about supporting like personal businesses too. Mm-hmm. And she's way, her customer service is above and beyond perfect. Like, okay, my kids did a lemonade stand and she sent money for them for their lemonade stand. Oh, that was sweet. Or did the lemonade stand to raise money for, uh, cerebral palsy foundation oh wow and that so- is really sweet how's it going for them oh that was last year so they really good. they raised like 250 dollars or something like that congratulations to them that's amazing they did awesome yeah especially with lemonade how much were they selling it for oh my gosh not very much but people gave a lot more than what it was it's a good um, hit- yeah yeah it was a good cause and so we made we made cookies and we made lemonade and they sold it and people came from everywhere we did at my mom's house and just donated money and took some lemonade and cookies the kids were excited about it so
0: that's that's cool that's cool so we'll make sure we get the spices and we'll put it in the description for the audience and for myself Awesome. Okay, so we can buy rice in bulk. We can buy potatoes. Um, what? And I'm I'm writing this down. So if you're watching this episode when it airs, I hope you write this down too, because this we is all these. So we have Aldi's. I don't necessarily like Aldi's, but I like Lidl.
1: I've not ever been there before. I don't. It's
0: have- like a, um. It's like they're owned by the same company. It's just uh Lidl has more brand name stuff than um um. Uh, Aldi. Yes.
1: Yeah. So so I shop at Aldi because I like the convenience of the small store and the limited choices actually just keeps my focus while I'm in there a little bit better. Um, But, and they're much more affordable than if you were to go to Walmart or anything like that.
0: They are. And the quality is better. The quality Quality's
1: is amazing. Better. Yeah. The produce is excellent. Like, I love Aldi. Um, but so we were living in the camper and I was trying to figure out a way to save money for groceries and I would spend like three hundred dollars at the time on groceries a week. And then I was able to cut it down to two hundred dollars a week. Okay. Um and I was still making the same choices essentially from Walmart to Aldi, but that's the amount that I was able to save.
0: Okay. And so was this like three meals a day and snacks, or what was your like
1: that was everything because We wouldn't eat out very often at all. Okay. While we were in the camper, especially. Okay. Forty-five minutes away from town.
0: Yeah. It's a good drive in the camper. You're wasting. You're wasting a lot of gas just to go get a quick meal when you can eat at home.
2: Yes. Yes. (laughs) So we do everything at the house, uh, or at the camper.
1: Yeah. And so, um. At that time, though, I had no clue about nothing. So, But I still was shopping at Aldi, but I was making the wrong choices.
0: <laughs> Which is easy, because there's a lot, there's a variety in the grocery store.
1: But now I buy all my proteins in bulk. So, like, all my beef I buy in bulk. I can buy that at Aldi, or, like, at Sam's I buy okay. it. Um, I buy the family chicken packs. Um... We buy big roasts and stuff like that for the crock pots. Yeah. You know, anything that I can buy in bulk and prepare ahead of time, that's what I because I can I can buy a, a an unlimited as much as I wanna cook and I prep it for myself and for my family because me and my husband work opposite schedules actually. Okay. I make it to where we have choices all the time and it's easy and convenient. So if I prep up all this food and I separate it into portion sizes, we all actually just eat whatever we want when we want most of the time. Okay, hold on,
0: hold on. Because when you said prep, I'm thinking you're talking about the whole thing where you prep the meals on Sunday for you to cook the whole dinner, but you're prepping everyone's
1: individual meals? No, I prep the ingredients.
0: Okay, walk me through your pro because I think I'm I'm getting confused.
2: No, you did.
1: So let's say it's Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter for me because I I do it just as I'm needing it because okay. that's how much established I'm into it. But when you're starting, it's different. So you start right. somewhere and then you kind of learn and adapt. But okay. for me, for what works for our family, we cook all of our meat. Let's say on Sunday for right now. Okay, so I'm gonna cook up. A full package of chicken. I'm going to cook up three pounds, because we're a family of four. I'm going to cook up three pounds of hamburger. Okay. And um, we like salmon, so we'll probably cook up a few fillets of salmon. Okay. Okay. Then I'm going to portion size it out into Ziploc bags after it cools down to room temperature. Are you portioning it out for the whole family? Yeah, everybody eats approximately the same portions. So, I'll portion it for what I need specifically. I'm about the medium size, right? Okay. Or family size. So, I'll prep it for what I'm needing for my goals at the time. But everybody else just grabs what they want. So, if, for instance, Josh wants one and a half packs of whatever I prep, he takes one and a half packs of whatever I prep.
0: Okay. So, you're prepping it by portion size. So, that's that's where I got confused at. Okay. So, when you cook all the meats, I'm... My when I used to prep, I haven't prepped um in a minute. well, I I cut it up and then I freeze the meat and then I put I put it in the refrigerator for when I'm gonna cook it for that day. Or like if I cook all the meats, I'm gonna proportion it for um the whole dinner. But you are proportionate by portion size for each
1: meal. Yeah, for each meal, that's what I do. That's, that's, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll cut up all my chicken. I get some scissors; those are a lifesaver, by the way. Some meat scissors, and I'll yeah. stare, cut up all my chicken breasts. It goes by real fast. It's not like it takes up a lot of time. And this is an opportunity to get the kids involved, right? This so they're a lot of fun. their plates. Not but, but plate. this is not this is not even a plate right now. If we're doing our meat, we're just doing our meat, and we're getting it ready for uh future meals. So no, it's not even.
0: Prepping by the plate, not by the whole like
1: meal for dinner. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. And so, but all it it all being easily already cooked makes it to where you can throw a meal together in seconds. Yeah. Yeah. For the whole family. Size. Say it one more time. And portion size. Yeah. Size. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so they're able to grab and go. Like if life is crazy busy and they just need to grab and go, they can grab and go. But if they're needing to, if they want to sit down and have a meal all together, my husband has that option too. I'm not cutting, like saying, don't ever cook a meal at home because he enjoys it. It's something he actually enjoys. So he'll cook his own meals also, but he just uses.
0: So you are looking for a way to grow in your business. You're an entrepreneur. You're wondering how I do it as a mom, wife with three kids. You're looking forward to join a community of like-minded people. Um, join the morning meetup. You see, what I have on the shirt. We had a family reunion this year. It was amazing. I've learned so much from the morning meetup. I've grown so much in my business. The morning meetup has literally changed my life, my kids' life. They know about the morning meetup as well, and it's hosted by David Shands, the podcast king so if you're looking to grow as an entrepreneur you're looking to scale in your business no matter if you are just getting started or you're making millions the group is for everyone the networking is amazing do in-person um events whether you're in Atlanta because I'm not in Atlanta but he's in Atlanta um but wherever he travels to he does in-person events you get discount exclusive codes for um different events that he does like the podcast summit the morning Meetup, we were able to get a discount on that. So, not only if you're interested in podcasting, but if you're interested in growing as an entrepreneur, make sure you check out the morningmeetup.com. And I'll put a link for you all.
1: His knowledge of making a balanced meal for the family at that time. Okay, okay. So, we have stuff prepped to make it easy and fast if we need it. But if life slows down for a night or something and you want to cook, you're able to still take the food out of the fridge and cook a regular meal. OK, I like that, because it gets chaotic over here with three
0: kids. And we have two soccer players. We have a gym, um, gymnastics person swimming. So on those busy nights, it's really good to have a portion not where I still have to come home and warm up the whole dinner. But no, you you grab your portion of your plate, and <laughs> you heat you up your meal. I like uh,
1: that. You, you want hamburger meat, and you want chicken? <laughs> No oh my, oh, I go. Yes, oh, that's, that's a good. One. Because that's always the case.
0: Somebody wants something different from what I cooked. That's
1: yes. a good Yeah, it makes life so simple. It really does. And so, it, you still eat together as a family. I'm not like, oh, you eat on your own time. You eat on no. We're we're all still going to sit down and eat the meal together, whatever the meal is. But I'm not telling you you have to eat mashed potatoes green beans and chicken tonight because that's what I made
0: got it got it and it's already cooked so it's not like you like that's my frustration in the kitchen like I've cooked this whole meal you want some diff- something different so now I have to go cook something else okay that's that's amazing <laughs> that that right there is amazing so you cook all I'm so the glad I, that,
1: you love that yeah
0: <laughs> so
1: how do you do the vegetables do you do the vegetables and things the same way um, I like to make it's real simple with the vegetables for us because they make those steamable bags of vegetables. Yep. Throw them in there, throw them in the microwave whenever we want whatever vegetable uh, to go with whatever the meal choice is. And if we do don't eat prep- all the
0: vegetables, do I prep it? Yeah, or do you do it the day of that they're
1: preparing their meal? I have some stuff that roundly like preps. I I like. I eat specific vegetables cause I enjoy specific ones and I know I'm going to eat them. So okay. like I do like green beans or broccoli and asparagus and stuff like that a lot with all my meals. Okay. And so I'll have those continually and I just take the steamable bag and I cut the top of the bag off and I pour what I need for whatever meal I got. And then I just roll up the bag and put it, I have a little loaf tray that I put all my vegetable bags in mm-hmm. um, and they stay good for several days, right? Okay. So yeah. awesome. Okay. This, 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 this is. I didn't expect this. I, mean,
0: <laughs> I knew this was gonna be good, but this is this is amazing. As a mom, and I can organize first a um, meal prepping, and then I'm able to meal prep to where if they want something different for dinner, even my husband, like it's not stressful on me after an already chaotic and overwhelming day. So this is what your coaching sessions are like. Yeah, that's <laughs> feel, super great. I
1: feel like you need to send me an invoice, but <laughs> well, this is great. This is what I love to do. This is what I like to share. And that's how I established a business I, out of it. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just what life forced me to have to do in order for me to reach my goals. Right. Yes. So how many moms have you
0: um have you coached so far? How many families have you helped? Officially about
1: 10. Okay. I
0: just started the business then February. Okay, okay. Well, congratulations. Ten is a lot for February. Less than a year you have 10 clients. So that's that's amazing. Hopefully this will pull in some more cl- I, I know for sure this will pull in so many um so many more clients. Cause this this is amazing and you're making it like balanced so it's not torturing the person so to speak or the family because I know some people are like like you said like you don't have to give up your chocolate and stuff like that you can make it balanced okay so we talked about you teaching them we talked about the meal prep and how um you do the assessment going into your coaching session so I have um in your coaching session after the assessment it's important for your child to know what they're eating and how to eat it as far as the balancing of the things. Um, but but why, why, so to speak, is it, um, I guess, important for them to know the why at this age? Like I said, with my 10-year-old, he'll, he'll debate me on that all day. But is that some resources and information that you provide the moms in your coaching sessions as well?
1: Yeah. Each kid's going to respond different and have different excuses and desires and needs and stuff like that. Right. Yes. Um, sugar is addictive.
0: It is like caffeine. It's, I mean, it's a drug.
1: It's a drug. It's straight up a drug. Um, and if we can all learn that that is what our bodies is like, that's what food is to our bodies in general is it's a fuel source. But if we use sugar, you get a hit, you get a blood sugar rush. From sugar specifically so it is normal for your brain to change chemistry from the from the initial hit of the sugar and it's very easy to want that hit does that make sense it's like it does
0: i heard that we need to get into your coaching sessions or at least follow you on ig so that our kids aren't addicted to drugs That's that's <laughs> what i heard <laughs> yes,
1: let's teach our children not to be uh, addicted to drugs, especially yeah. gets marketing and everything, because marketing tells us and shows us pictures constantly. It's like pornography for our bellies is what it is. Marketing. So, yeah, I look at a billboard and go, oh, my gosh, that looks delicious, too. But in my brain, I know better. I go, why would I put that into my body? That is going to make me feel awful. Yes. And so that's what you train the kids to think. That's yeah. how you train them to white Okay. Okay. And so they understand. They understand. They go, oh, I ate all these cookies. And now I have all this energy. And then they go, but now I feel exhausted and I don't want to do anything. And you can tell them that and they understand that feeling that they got from those cookies.
0: Yes. So, my son is understanding what a sugar rush looks like um, because I have I have a 10-year-old, a 6-year-old, and a 3-year-old. So, um, he didn't understand when he was younger. But now that he's older and he sees the limits I put on a toddler, he's like, oh, yeah, you don't need that. We don't need a sugar rush because he sees the effects of a sugar rush.
1: So... <laughs> <laughs> you get to see it firsthand from the I like, have to handle you perspective. Yes, or
0: like he'll, um, I'll let him indulge in some of his favorite candies, like once every blue moon. Like you said, it's balanced. So like all of his friends can eat like trolleys and takis and stuff like that. I'm like, no. Like, mom, it's been a month since I had a, um, some uh, takis. Can I try one? Sure. Or trolleys or whatever. Probably once a month I'll let him try it, but he'll give my toddler some even though I tell him not to, but he thinks he's been a big brother, and then he's off the wall and he he's he's your
1: problem now. <laughs> go see Big brother <laughs> play with him. entertain him until he crashes, and then he crash so until hands-on
0: learning so now I don't have that issue he doesn't give him trolleys because he knows what happens (laughs) but yeah that hands-on learning to see for them to see and I like that you not only teach your kids but in the sessions you treat you teach moms on how to teach their kids on how important it is so now are your kids in school or are they homeschooled they're in school Okay, so how what how does that work? How does that look? I know you said that you your daughter can look at the school menu and say like what's nutritional and what's not, but does she go hungry? Like what? How do you overcome the um the school meals?
1: The school meals are honestly most of them are just not balanced at all. Um, the the protein that's in them is often not very quality protein sources. They have a whole bunch of sugar, sugary meals, carb loaded meals. Um, they put a bunch of different sauces and stuff into their casseroles and things like that. Like they do barbecue sandwiches and stuff like that a lot of times. Um, and then they pair it with cookies and milk, right? (laughs) Um, And weird strawberry jello type
0: thing that's like full of sugar so you can make it taste better because the strawberries are probably just horrible <laughs> not then, right
1: yeah and then for breakfast the choices are literally pop types and cereal so that's so that was my
0: confusion like and that's, as parents, we have to know these things. So either look at the menu or make sure you're going to the schools to have lunch with your kids, see what they're eating for breakfast, because you don't know these things unless you're involved in the school. Because why would the school serve part-tarts? But they do. So,
1: and I'm they not serve- against
0: part I love part-tarts, but like you said, it's a balance. And that's not what I need my child eating first thing in the morning to start their school day. If they're at home and we don't have anything going on, sure, you can have a part-tart for breakfast for breakfast this week, but it's not like an every day, weekly thing. You know, like you say, it's a once in a blue moon thing because it is something that they like.
1: Right. And then if you incorporate it and tie it in with something that's actually healthy for them, you make it to where it's not so bad for them. So if you're able to balance it to where they're not just eating a Pop-Tart, but they're actually eating it with some protein to uh, actually satiate their tummies, because if they just eat a Pop-Tart, that Pop-Tart's gone in half an hour, right? And they're hungry again. They're hungry again. So question, you pair it with the protein or do you pair it with the fruit?
0: And that's probably the education that I'm missing because I usually pair it with like strawberries and then you add some water if you want. Like, I don't pair it with a protein. If if
1: you pair it with a strawberry, a strawberry is just another carbohydrate. Okay. It's actually just another sugar that you're giving them. Okay. 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 Even though it's a healthy sugar, right? It's a healthy choice of a a sugar. Still just a sugar. So you need to pair it with like some fats and some protein for it to balance out. So so like uh that's why like even a milk is a decent choice to pair with a pop tart to have milk with it. At least it's got some protein in it and it's got some fat in it. Um but it even a better option is if you do like I do with the the protein powder, you can have them make themselves a, a shake with protein powder. it's actually more protein
0: tell us about the protein powder and how do you make it taste
1: friendly for your family (laughs) there's a whole lot of choices of protein powder right okay um but and, and this is not necessarily the most healthiest protein powder out there they're all different they all have different protein contents they all have different fat contents all different carb contents and everything like that so it's important for whenever you're choosing one for you to look at the labels because some things that are say they're protein powder, are not necessarily protein powders. But oh. see, this one's got 27 grams of protein, 10 okay. grams of carb with with um, three added sugars, right? Okay. And then three and a half grams of fat. Okay. Okay. Um, things that we look for, we look at the protein
0: in it, we look at the total carbs and we look at the total fat. So make sure it's not a lot of um, added sugars. Yeah,
1: we don't want a whole lot of added sugars, and we don't really want a whole lot of added fat. Okay, okay. okay. Um, we want a protein powder to be mostly protein. Okay, and what's the name of that protein shake? This is, uh, look, this is, is their favorite. <laughs> cookie. Okay, and it's by MTS Nutrition. Okay,
0: and I'll put that at the bottom of the screen so that they can find it when they're watching this episode. So with a protein shake, we need to look at the protein. We need to look at the total fat with no added fat.
1: No added sugars. Yeah, we don't want a whole lot of added sugars. And then no
0: added sugar.
1: Yeah, the the more protein, like the more protein ratio to everything else, the better
0: for a protein shake. Some more protein. Okay, so you, so going back to the part-tart. So you give them a part-tart and then you add like the protein shake. So what's in the protein shake? Is it just the protein um powder and the water mix or
1: are you putting anything else in there? How do you make it? um? If I'm doing it for like a pop-tart or if they're wanting a bowl of cereal or something like that, I, I just get. make it up with water or we can mm-hmm. use almond milk, which gives it a little bit more flavor, but they do fine with water. They like it with water just fine. And once um, do you use what like we have a birthday cake flavor this is a chocolate chip cookie but this literally has little pieces of cookie in it let me see if i can find a piece of cookie in there. when you mix it up there's like little crunchy cookies in it i might not be able to really it. yeah it's a lot of fun
0: that's why I asked because I don't necessarily like protein powders because they have the vanilla and chocolate, and I'm not a big milk presser either. So that's why I asked, how do you make it? <laughs> I asked for
1: myself. No, nope. I'm glad you're asking. This is good. This is tasty. <laughs> this is a tasty powder. All the powders are different. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, look, I got that. And then for myself, because like I said, I'm like a super um, I'm a super I watch what I'm doing for my competitions. Mm-hmm. So I use this, and this one's pretty decent too. The um, burger. Okay. So like, look at the difference in the label. Okay. So that one has 180 calories. Uh huh. This one has 110. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Um, and then it's got 23 grams of protein, one gram of fat, and one gram of. Of carb with zero added sugars, I so in a tasty perspective, this is much less tasty. Yeah, but you still have
0: healthy options for the whole family, and you're still sticking to your straight thing. But you all are still doing the same thing. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> I love. I'm able to be,
1: and my big thing is like I had a whole bunch of body image issues growing up, especially because mm-hmm. I'm. I'm muscular naturally, right? Okay. And so, as a female at the age of 12, when I'm weighing 140 pounds running track, um, but all my friends aren't even weighing 120 pounds. Yeah, muscle weighs more. I felt fat, and I come from a really large family that's developed in a really, uh, we, we weren't raised knowing any nutritional values, right? right. Um, and so, I come from a really heavy set family. And at the time, my mom was over 300 pounds. Wow. And so all I saw was me getting fat no matter what. And I was already heavier than everybody. And so I was just going to be fat. And so in my brain, I had some anorexia issues and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I was Twelve. my kid is 10, so it speaks volumes to me right now, currently. Um, but if I knew anything about food at the time and know that I wasn't just genetically, you know, predisposition to look a certain way already and i had control of my own body then i wouldn't have ever had those self-image issues
0: right and it's the lack of education around the food because even in schools like we they teach our kids so many things but they skip the nutritional factor they skip the to me they skip the important things because the life skills kind of almost outweigh or hand-in-hand hand with the academic skills, but that nutritional skill is is valuable. It's a life skill because it makes a difference of this person being in a hospital for this disease or developing cancer versus this person living a thriving, uh, fun-filled adult life to where they can hike and they can still walk at 50 versus being in a wheelchair at 50, you know? Now, that's, that's very important, and I that's, that's why I'm loving this interview because you're dropping valuable information. And then, like you said, with our culture, um, there's no education around being healthy. Um, heart disease runs heavy, um, high blood pressure, cholesterol, you diabetes, you name it, it runs heavy. Um, so that was one of the reasons why I was interested, um, and really, really doing these interviews to kind of help my knowledge and my audience, because most of the moms are curious like me on how to keep the balance and not be overwhelmed and still provide a healthy life for our kids, you know? But it sounds like it starts with us.
1: Yes, it starts with us as moms. And then yes. understanding that we can control how we feed our family and how we feed ourselves. And then also be able to make it fun for our kids. Yes. And that's ultimately what it's- and making it fun for our husband, I you know he gets to eat his cereal still, um, but he's just got to be mindful about it. He doesn't get to eat a whole box at a time.
0: My husband's a different story. He, I'm, I'm gonna out him just a little bit. <laughs> he loves the um, what is it? Called?
1: Loaded fries.
0: He loves loaded fries. <laughs>
1: I love loaded fries. <laughs>
0: well, I need some help on how to make that a little bit healthier because he made a meal one day and I was like, oh my God.
1: What would we add on this loaded fries? What else he put on it?
0: <sighs> okay. I'm just going to with this particular because it smelled weird to me. So he had fries. <laughs> he had a uh, sunny side of eggs. He had um, cheese. He had um what else did he have on it? It was something else on it, like a um uh, gravy sauce. Oh, uh, we had um we had beef tacos the night before. So he put the uh beef from the tacos the night before on there, and then he put mustard and then he put the uh burger sauce on it. I was like, there's no way you're gonna eat it. Like <laughs> no. No. Have
1: you okay, have you do y'all eat Waffle House ever? yes 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 have you ever had their hash
0: brown bowls no so he has no because i don't all that extra stuff i don't like it but yes he has he would love those hash brown bowls i like the hash brown bowls so what's the balance how often do you eat it because you look you
1: you look amazing your body doesn't tell me waffle House. <laughs> Okay, so Waffle House, you can actually go eat a really nice balanced meal from Waffle House. You just have to know how to order. You. So, I for instance, the let's do this for Waffle House, okay? If I go to Waffle House and I'm ordering me a hash brown bowl, because it's my favorite thing to eat in the whole wide world uh, with my family. We love to go to breakfast and go see a sunrise and stuff like that. Okay. So, if you go to a Waffle House with my family, okay. I like to get the well, the, the, the hash brown bowl, and instead okay. of having them fry the hash browns, they can steam the hash browns for you. You just have to ask. And how do they respond when you ask? <laughs> they do it all the time. So they steam the hash browns, and so they okay. don't have you know how much oil they put on the hash browns normally.
0: I ha- sometimes it's really really oily to where you have to get the paper tower. So that's why. So I'm originally from. Um, Atlanta, Georgia, that's where I was born and raised, and the customer service is sometimes not
1: there, so that's why I ask how they respond when you ask I've for something. I've gone to all sorts of waffle houses, like, across the country, and all of them are the same. They don't okay. mind seeing the hash browns. Okay, okay, so we steam the hash browns. Yeah, and then you can um, put chicken in the hash brown bowl. I like, to put, I like to put chicken, and I like to get the onions, and Mushrooms. This is exactly what I put in mine, right? And then I just leave off the cheese because I don't need the extra cheese. Okay. But I like to add, like your husband, I like to add an over medium egg. Okay. And uh, so that gives me a little bit of fat. It gives me plenty of protein and some carb. And I get some vegetables with it. Okay. That's, this is,
0: look. <laughs> I'm going to make this. I'm going to order his hash brown bowl like this to see what he thinks without telling him. I'll probably add the steak instead of the chicken. Um, yeah, I do
1: the steak sometimes, too. Yeah, the steak's really good. This, this, this was amazing. I did not know Waffle House was coming in this conversation. <laughs> I didn't either, but I mean, I apply, I apply my nutritional skills everywhere I go and whatever the lifestyle is for each person. Like some people don't want to go eat Waffle House. That's cool. Some people already have like, think that the whole foods that they eat are healthy, but in reality, you're eating whole foods even. Um, And if you're eating whole foods and you're still gaining weight, which I tried to do too, like I would try to eat like avocado and black beans and all of this stuff. But the thing about it is those are actually really calorie dense and nuts and stuff like that are actually really calorie dense. So if you're eating a lot of that kind of stuff, you're only going to gain weight because it's more calories than what you need for your body. And especially if you're not, um,
0: I do know that avocado, um, if you're not lifting weights and stuff with that to balance it out, then it just sits there.
1: Well, what? Yeah. I mean, we don't need a whole lot of fat because if we eat a whole lot of fats, which that's what avocado is, if we eat. Too many fats, which we still need some for hormone balance and stuff like that. But if we eat too many of them, um, we gain like fat just converts to fat in our body very easily. It yeah. doesn't have to go through a whole lot of changes in order for our body to put it on us. Um, but if you eat something like protein, even if you eat too much protein, for instance, it takes extra steps for your body to make it into a fat storage base going and and then even like the calorie count like it i can get down even really basic for you like a carbohydrate a gram of carbohydrate is only four calories okay a gram of protein is only four calories but a gram of fat is nine calories okay every time you eat a gram of fat you could have had two grams of carb or two grams of protein which is
0: something that's more fulfilling for your body as well
1: yeah. And like I said, everything has its own space. We definitely need that. I'm not saying eliminate fat by any means. I, I don't eliminate fat. You do that. You're going to cause yourself some issues because uh, there's different vitamins and stuff like that. That depend on you eating some fats, but you don't need the excessive, like, you know, the keto diets and stuff like that. Yes. Um, nothing makes me crazier. <laughs> that's what I, that's
0: what I'm enjoying about this, because. It's not a fact. It's really, truly a lifestyle. The fact that you're a health and nutrition coach for the family, and we can still enjoy our because. Waffle House is a thing for us, um, and I, I pulled it back because I'm like, it's, it's too, you know, it's too much, um, but the fact that we can still enjoy our Waffle House and still have a balanced, healthy lifestyle, because that's what it's about. It's not a temporary thing. It's a lifestyle, and teaching them how to shop, and teaching moms how to shop in the grocery store. like That's amazing, because I, I know there's not too many health coaches that are saying what to eat at Waffle House. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: But you can do that, like like I said, you go to a buffet, you can still eat healthy stuff off the buffet, like as long as you balance it right. I like to go to a buffet and I overindulge in different things that I love, like mushrooms. Like I really do enjoy mushrooms and they saute them and they probably put way too much salt on them and stuff like that. But I'm going to make sure I have whatever good lean protein source there is, which like Western Sizzling is one of our favorite places. They often have steak. I love their steak. They cook it medium and stuff like that here around here. It's really good. They have a wonderful salad bar. You can load up a nice good salad as long as you're watching what kind of things you're putting on your salad. You're not trying to put a whole bunch of dried fruit or a whole bunch of extra dressing or a whole bunch of extra cheese and all that on your salad. But if you're focusing on the vegetables and stuff like that and the lower calorie choices for your dressings, right? Yeah. And then you're making a nice, healthy salad, but there are bad salads. Just because it's salad is not it's not a mm-hmm. good salad, right? <laughs> um, and then they have like you know healthy choices for carbohydrates too. They have mashed potatoes that a bunch of them don't put a whole lot of butter and stuff in that anyways anymore. Uh, it's all you can add it yourself if you want to, right? A lot. Mm-hmm. And they have nice, yummy rolls as long as you're not sitting there eating five rolls, you know, at a buffet. Okay,
0: so what does a whole balanced plate look like? Uh, is it one protein, two proteins?
1: How does that look? Okay, that's a good question. So the easiest, fastest way to explain it mm-hmm. is like um, for a protein source, you're going to want it to be about the size of your palm. I've, I've seen that. And, and the same thickness. It's if we're just thinking without counting or seeing or anything like that, that's about what you want. And then you're going to want um any added fats and stuff to literally be about the size of your thumb print so about an inch by this like that would be a significant amount of fat added okay, okay. That'd be plenty. and then your carb choice you probably want about the same size as your protein source okay okay and then you can add as much vegetables and stuff as you want
0: okay so let me okay. give you an of a meal and see if I got it because I learned so much so I want to test it out to see if I got it okay so my chicken is this size um does it matter how like if I do barbecue chicken or do I need to watch the sauces is this the sauce is something that's added
1: Yeah, the sauce is added. Um, I actually posted a post about some different condiments that have different sugars and contents. I reposted
0: that. My audience liked that
1: with the different sugars and stuff because
0: I didn't know about the spaghetti sauce. So that was really good.
1: It's (laughs) the same with barbecue sauce. They actually make uh, lower calorie barbecue sauce. Okay. Can I hop up and go get my barbecue sauce? Go ahead. Let's let's see it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He might have ate all the barbecue sauce up. But it's the same same company. same <laughs> guy. This is a dressing that my daughter likes for her salads. And it's, B, it's G. G. Hughes. Let me see. G.
0: Hughes? G? Mm-hmm. Oh we've tried their barbecue sauce my husband has a a subscription box of different spices um it's like a grill subscription boxes with spices and barbecue sauce we we've tried that barbecue sauce and it wasn't bad like we didn't taste the difference
1: yeah but if you saw it like if i were to put barbecue sauce in a post similar to that you would be like shocked at the calorie differences and sugar added differences in the barbecue sauces okay Okay. barbecue sauce matters if you're adding a whole lot of barbecue sauce that has a whole lot of sugar to your chicken you don't need no carbs
0: no carbs if we do that okay
1: okay so i got my
0: barbecue chicken but i'm using the no sugar um barbecue sauce and then so for my fats what would you add as a fat that's the size of
1: a thumb but oftentimes, even if you're just cooking it in a uh, in a grill, it depends on what your chicken is too. Like, uh, are you going to use chicken breast for your barbecue chicken? Or so I'm still in the still in the um phase of learning. So I'm going to use the skin chicken thighs,
0: the skin chicken
1: thighs. <laughs> so you don't even need to add any extra chick any fats because there's plenty of fat on your chicken thighs.
0: Okay, okay. So we'll take out the fat. We got my fat. And carbs needs to be the same size. So we usually do like a um rice, but my husband loves mashed potatoes. So we'll go with rice for this dinner. Uh, but we're not doing just a regular steamed white rice. We're doing the, uh, is it the roni, the one that you uh, have to actually like sear in a frying pan um and it's having you add the fats and stuff like that. So we probably shouldn't do that. We probably should just steam the white rice, huh?
1: So even the, the ronnie rice that you're talking about, yes. you can even just cut back on how much fat they at call for. Like I, I use those instant bags of rice sometimes, and I don't even add the fat to it. Okay. And it tastes fine. Like it's okay. the same with like, cooking vegetables and stuff like that. We always raised to put butter in our mashed potatoes, butter in our green beans, butter in the mm-hmm. dish, in our corn. No, you don't have to add it. It still tastes delicious. Just add your salt and pepper and whatever other little seasoning spice you want with it. And it tastes good.
0: I have to get creative because my family wouldn't know if I did not add that butter. I've tried I've
1: tried it. Slowly cut back.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do half of what I usually add and try to ease it back. But yeah, my daughter yeah. was tell me, Mom,
1: you didn't put no butter in this. <laughs> I'm saying cream. Look, you're talking to somebody who used to grab those little squares. I worked I worked at Starbucks for a while too. Those little squares of butter, the Kelly Gors, and I'd eat those straight. <laughs> oh. So I love butter. Trust me. My mom talks about when I was a baby. I'd eat butter by the stick. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I love butter. I really
0: do. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we'll cut back. We'll cut that in half. So we got our chicken. We have our barbecue chicken. We have our um, rice. And then we just add whatever vegetables, and that's our balanced dinner. What about it, people? So what about cornbread?
1: What about cornbread? You can yes. get cornbread instead. That would be a, a carb. Okay. So just, so if, probably, have corn, if you have cornbread, just cut back a little bit on the rice. Okay. Just take. Like just portion size it out a little different.
0: Okay. I like that. Cause that's, that's still a good amount for, especially for the kids. That's still a good amount for them as far as the serving.
1: I like, this was good. This and was then, good. <laughs> and then, If you want a barbecue sandwich, you can still just do the bun, but so you can make it a barbecue sandwich with the bun. That's not a terrible choice, but just instead of putting anything heavy calorie with it, add a vegetable or something with it instead of fries. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Broccoli. I usually like to add the broccoli with the sandwiches for them um, just to kind of balance it. But this, I I like this. I learned, I have so many, I wish I could show you all my notes (laughs) because I was learning, I was learning, (laughs) I was learning, but um, this was great. Uh, We're at our hour mark. So What is one thing you want to leave um, our audience with for a mom that's at home, that's struggling? She's trying to figure it out. She has no idea of where to start, what to do. She just knows that there is a problem in her household that she needs to solve.
1: Okay. So for any of the moms out there who's just trying to start, um, I recommend you really just take the time to learn. Um, get creative with the kids in the kitchen um, and really work towards taking out the junk and really replacing it with what you would feel is like a nutritional choice. So um, most kids are going to love fruit. It's an easy choice to substitute out for the um, standard Cheez-Its and the standard chocolate chip cookies and stuff like that. Uh, So I would recommend grabbing the fruit. You can always add one of my favorite things with littles is a uh, fruit with some non-fat Greek yogurt and where they can dip it in and they can really enjoy a fruit snack. And it's fun for them. They get to use their fingers. Um, they yep. get to feed their mouths and it's something simple, easy, and it's something you can feel comfortable and good about giving your kid instead of giving them something that's really sugary and they're just going to go crazy. Um, yep. And that's a really good basic thing to start with. Um, and Follow me on Instagram, and I have all sorts of fun, balanced things to um, to offer you guys, and how to make it a fun experience for the kids.
0: You do. Please be sure to. So- um, her IG is scrolling on the bottom. I saw this um, because my daughter is big on like the lunchable type. So I saw the jerky and the cheese and the grapes plate. So I was going to show that to her because that's going to be one of her snacks as well. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for giving us so much information, so much information. And um, thank
1: you again for a wonderful interview. Oh, I appreciate you so much. It was a great thing to get to share such wonderful. Um, knowledge with such wonderful young moms. Um, I remember what it was like. So uh, just hang in there and learn as much as you can and take responsibility for your family. Right. All right. Well,
0: this was another wonderful episode on Let Kids Play Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye.